frangible. It's showtime, blue, blue, blue. It's showtime, blue, blue, blue. Showtime, blue, blue, blue. It's showtime, blue, blue, blue. Battle of the wilderness. Bring out the shit bucket. Your wife's getting dysentery. Yes, we're going to shit like they shat. And, uh, in a bucket. Yeah, yeah that's in it. A bu- in a bucket. So chat, not a hole. Chat. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Zero room for error. Rules and regulations. Really, we are uninformed. One's lead vocals, the other's backup. Yeah, here comes lead and backup all together. Take a look at this tag team combination. Yeah. Now do you think these two are- The Bushdickers! <laughs> the Bushdickers! <laughs> oh no. In like no, an no. hour, it won't be funny at all. No, it wouldn't be funny when we re-listen to it. Nobody's <laughs> laughing now when they're listening to it, but to, at this moment, at this moment in time... Whack it away! The Bush! Stickers. Oh my gosh. 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 Look what I'm whipping up. Oh my gosh. This is America. Last for Oh my gosh. Don't catch you slipping up. Oh my gosh. Really, we are uninformed. Oh my gosh. This is America. It'll be lovely. Hey, you know, Pete listens to this podcast. So if you were taping that first thing, the first part, and I want to cut that out. No. You've been incredibly boring, so I stopped recording. Good. Oh, my gosh. I'm like Bob is saving himself for when Clark gets on here. Hey, oh, it's Bob. Yeah. Scott, he's back. Not shooting my load just yet. How you doing, Clark? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Already. Here we go. Oh, wow. Well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a nice southern gentleman. And uh, John had a, a hellacious and delicious <sighs> Dear Lord. trip. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Great. the Podcastles Road to 300. We're back with our best hey. friend. And we're really excited. We have a double header tonight. We have Bob in the majority of the show. And we're going to sneak in uh, a company called Dorsal Bracelets, who's one of the official sponsors of Shark Week, uh, to, to talk about their, uh, their fins. Or their bracelets. And then we're going to get back into some more history hour. Tonight's history hour, of course, is the question that the world is thinking about. And that was, what year did the film Crumpus come out in? And uh, we're going to cover that. No, I'm sorry. Back. I'm sorry. I, I, was, I, 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 I missed you there. Tweet us. That That's fine for Tweetus. me, by the way. That's a fine. Yes, of course it was. Bob, how you doing, sir? You're looking fresh-faced and, uh, and, and, and bushy-tailed and bright-eyed. What's happening? I'm doing well. Just uh, happy to be back on the show, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys having me back on. I'm looking forward to uh, doing some chatting tonight. I'm looking Yucking forward to how we can – I'm looking forward Yucking to asking about John's trip Frangible. back from oh. New Jersey. Apparently, that was like the planes, trains, and automobiles of uh, Pennsylvania to Jersey flights. And I want to know how Bob keeps his beard so freshly – Cut and trim and neat looking. It's not like this sloppy, patchy thing. Bob, you have a very prominent, like, well shaved beard. Norse Do you beard. maintain it? He's like, it's Thor. a Norse beard. Yes, you are, you're very Actually, it's of Odin like. It kind of stinks. Kind of kind of smells right now. Oslo like. 
It's like uh, Reykjavik, um, um, uh, uh, the Baltic Sea, um, uh, uh, Norway, Norwegian wood. Iceland. So it, it's good. Iceland. But yeah, you keep it really good, man. Is it, is it itchy? Does the beard get itchy? Because I, when I grow the beard, it gets itchy and I just shave it. Now I throw on a, uh, I have a trimmer that I, you know, shave my stupid ass balding head and uh, I'll throw like a two on it and that's how I do my beard. Oh, ah, so, the two. Oh. Yeah, this, well, this, not, this is a two about a week ago. So know, it reminds me, it's very remin- reminiscent of the uh, the mark on the march on Fredericksburg, the siege uh, of Fred the siege of Fredericksburg. Um, Indeed, I'm uh, I'm channeling uh, General Hooker right now. Now, so. could you could you pull off a Civil War slash Old Testament style beard if you wanted to? Like, when you look at some of those generals with those beards. Could you do that? Yeah, absolutely. I think you would yeah. rock that. What I cannot grow on my head, I can definitely grow on my face. So, oh my gosh, I think that makes up for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's sad when you see a guy with a hairy back, and it's kind of creeping up towards the head, like on the beach, and you're like, "Dude, you need to you need to wax that shit." Like, if you can see back hair from twenty feet away, there's a problem. That's why my <laughs> wife uh, is so kind to uh, shave me. So. Yeah, that see, that's a great wife right there. What's more sad, guy with back hair that you can see 20 feet away or a girl with arm hair that you can see 10 feet away? Because I, I, I get it. Everybody has arm hair. But if I can see that arm hair from across a table, you, we got you, a problem. You have to be aware of that. I mean, like anybody, just like I'm aware of my back hair, you know, I, ha- I have it taken care of. If you're a woman, uh, you need to be aware of your arm hair and you need to maybe, uh, you know, knock that back a little bit. So, yeah, you need to fix that. Yeah. Uh, before yeah. we get into tonight's show, John. Uh, it's great to see you. Welcome back. Oh, what well, what don't, happened? Don't, don't let Are you me, okay? I don't want to stop the Bob's body hair uh, topic. Oh no. my gosh! Oh no, we're just getting started. Yes, thank you, John. Thank you, John. We're going to continue. Yeah, no one. Can, no, I didn't. I didn't go through the most grueling uh, journey of life that I've ever experienced grueling. in my entire life. By yeah, far. right. Uh, okay, I can only compare yeah, right. this. Oh, no. <laughs> to when we and it's amazing it involves going down the shore my my parents and i when and my brother when we had a boat a 28 foot cabin cruiser named two buoys i remember it fondly although i do have a third brother and two other sisters two oh. um oh. thought that we could drive from ocean city to atlantic city not sure why you would want to take t- like a 10 and 9 year old to atlantic city but there's bowling there and you can yeah. sleep on the boat and watch movies. There was white caps, and we our boat almost tipped oh over gosh. several times. Several times, we were the only boat for miles oh across the Atlantic Ocean. Oh shit! This experience felt similar. Oh my gosh! It was as if oh my we gosh. were trapped, tangible <laughs> in like another country. So, for the first time Frangible. in my life, I decide to plan ahead. I'm like, we'll, we'll stay. <laughs> For the first time. Yeah. Really, I haven't gotten there really, yet, so really you're ahead off. of me. No, believe me, so overrated. Um, so Heather and I, were go, we go down to the shore for a week. We get there Saturday. Lovely pictures, by the way. Lovely pictures of you and the family and Betty uh, yes. and Jeff and just, just awesome. Loved it. But, yeah, I wanted to be there. I felt like it was part. I was part of that family. I, I, I felt like, like I was missing out. I felt like I was definitely missing out. It was yeah. it was a special time. There was thirty three of us, and we're all like related or married into, and mm. like cousins, the and of- aunts and uncles, and that's it. 
The age of the passing of Christ, the resurrection, great oh. I actually learned the lineage of cousins and second cousins and third cousins and how that all works. Pretty crazy. So, oh. we get in at two, get to oh, the gosh. beach, have a great time, nice long yeah. week. Friday rolls around, and our flight's not till 8.40, so we drive, no, yeah, so we leave at like... 8.40 at night. Yeah, it's, it's 8.40 at night, so we leave the, the beach at like 4. <clears throat> we leave the beach at 4. My parents drop us off at the airport. We have plenty of time to get some beer. We go to Chickies and Pete's. We have some crab fries. <laughs> we have some cheese steaks and a couple Stellas. And all of a sudden they say, ah, flight's at 9.30. There's, a, there's weather. There's a delay. Then flight's at 10.20. Okay. Oh. We're yeah. sitting around, it's like 10.15, and then it's still, there, there's no plane. Flight gets canceled. Yeah, right. So we have a baby, and we yeah, don't right. have a car seat. The car seat no. is checked. It's in no man's land, wherever the hell your luggage goes when you check it. And yeah, hell. We had the clothes that were on our back and a million, like, bags of baby crap, you know, like the diaper bag and the fucking Heather's backpack full of other stuff. Yeah. Oh. So we get an Uber back to bed. Hannah's DVD collection. Back to bed. Yeah, her her Air Jordan collection. Veggie uh, Tales. We get back to Betty and Jeff's after an hour Uber ride. A uh, hundred dollars. Oh my god. Uh, we spend the night. No. I kind of parlay it into visiting an old buddy, Brian Smith, who uh, lives in my, oh. brother, my brother's neighborhood, and Matt McShay, who also lives in that neighborhood. It's a little desperate housewives, but um, oh. it was Knights cool. Of Columbus. And then that flight got canceled Saturday night, rebooked to Sunday. So when, when you rebook, you have, we have to buy our seats because we want them in the first seven rows because we have a baby and we want to just get up and get off. So we had to keep paying for that additional seat. Oh my gosh. So Sunday, 8.40, we spend all day with Betty and Jeff. We drive to the airport. We get there. We get to our gate. There's like a million people. And I'm like, oh, no. you know, like you can't oh. even see the screen that says West Palm Beach on time, 8.40 p.m. Oh my gosh. It's just a mob. And I'm walking oh. up, slowly approaching those those road scholars that they hire. Uh, what seems to be Geniuses. the problem? Well, there's a flight that's supposed to be going to Phoenix, but the plane from Los Angeles can't, can't get off the ground. Oh, my gosh. The air is too hot. Here's, here's proof that global warming is, is existing. Yeah, Planes I agree. Planes can't get up off the ground. They can't, they can't scoop air under because it's so hot. I don't know what it means. They but... can't even get lift because yeah, it's right. so hot. Yeah. I can attest to that. It was 112, 113, and 114 for three days this Sounds week. Sounds lovely. Let's go outside and uh, make oh a gosh. beach. Yeah, you basically go out and die. You have, basically have a heat stroke walking from your house to your car. Let's make some scrambies on the street. So, yeah. so, we... so this is the third day of delays and canceled flights. Yeah. I don't know how you're not like you're going an active the... shooter yeah. at this point. Right now. Yeah, right. you are walking. So this is your third day. You're walking up to the gate, and this is... It's like you know. 840 uh, a time again, but they're like, we don't know if the flight from Phoenix is going to, or flight to Phoenix is going to leave from here or the flight to West Palm is going to leave from here. We have to find out if we have another gate. We need another gate, one of those bridges. We're like running out of bridges. 
and there's a flight coming in from Los Angeles that's delayed, so your plane won't take off till 10.20. So we're like, okay, whatever, let's go relax. Well, it's about 10 till 10, and we're like, uh, shouldn't they, like, tell us, like, if we're going to be at this gate or, like, another gate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Start pre-boarding, like, let's do this yeah, right. now? Uh, canceled. So we Why? have to go back down. We have to rent another car seat and Dude. scrap it in the Uber and go back to Benny and Jeff's. Why was all – I mean, that is so crazy. The first two cancellations, you had me at, like, meltdown mode. But the third day, man, I would I would have been on the news. I would have like lost it. The only reason I, don't know I what didn't I would is because there was a kid there so, with me. Right? Yeah, and that she was like, happier than ever. You would think that she was enjoying delayed flights. She um, caused it. So, okay, so Sunday is when I thought like a riot was going to happen because there was like it was two flights, so it's like three hundred each. There was like six hundred people like losing their mind, going. How are you going to get me to Phoenix? How are you going to get me to Phoenix? And yeah. they're like, oh, we, we can. It's just I want no my MTV. pilots. Like, we have no pilots with any hours left. Like, no pilots were even allowed to get on the planes. So we Ubered back to Betty and Jeff's. Spend the night. Oh. Monday. <laughs> what? Oh, no. So Monday, same <laughs> thing all over again. We go back there. They get us on the plane. There's a pilot coming in from Miami, should be here in 45 minutes to an hour, and then he will get on this plane and fly us to West Palm. Oh, fuck that. Dude, then 20 minutes later, uh, well, fuck, the, that is the right. plane from Miami never took off, so there's this plane that's... Oh, no. You know, like, it wasn't a stewardess, it wasn't a flight attendant, it was customer it's service. The whole plane groaned. Yeah. Oh, Hi, this is the guy that just cleaned the shitter in Terminal A's men's room. Yeah, uh... You're going to have to get to your cars right now. Yeah, it's not really happening. Have a nice day. It's like Ben Stein in Plain Trains Automobiles. All flights going to Wichita are now canceled. Have a nice day. And he smiles at you. <laughs> it's like Lumberg. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're not getting home, okay? So. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting home tomorrow either. Dude, I thought, I thought you took off. I thought you got home relatively on time uh, on Monday. No, we got home Tuesday. Oh my god! So yeah. three days you're at. So you Friday you were supposed to be back with your breasts and your head nestled in your bed, oh. and Tuesday you're you're getting into paperboard. Tuesday, so that's one, two. That's almost four full days of canceled flights in <sighs> July. That is so weird. And it's so, not like Christmas time and snow. It's like it's July. Like it got what's canceled. The deal? And on the way back. Sunday night or Monday night, Heather is trying to look up flights and she's like, there's a flight tomorrow at 810. I'm like, just book it because it's in the morning and we'll get the hell out of there because I feel like all these late, like you said, Bob, all these late flights that get delayed, they just like get pushed off the table. It's just like something. Yeah, push off the table and that's it. off the clock. Yep. Yeah, because they're not going to be like, oh, 3 a.m. We'll start boarding. They want to like get people home like workers and. Pilots aren't going to be flying at like 4 a.m. For the most part, a lot of them already are like done their shift. Oh, they're right. jacking exactly. off the effect. Yeah, right. Jacking off. Closing. It wasn't like we were like, oh, let's get a beer and wait for an Uber. He couldn't even do yeah, that. They're, they're jacking off to a Sherman tank. So we got to Betty and Jeff's at midnight, slept till 5 in the morning, woke up, got an Uber, got to the thing. We get on the plane. Uh, we're, uh, it's windy. Uh, it's windy. 
okay. They said I, that to you? I've heard wind can really fuck a plane. And then all of a sudden they were like, because they knew, dude, like I recognized people from Friday night that were getting on the plane that I was getting. Like we were like getting to know people. They all recognized Hannah. Like everybody. So coming like, the happy baby. Yeah, they'll be over for Christmas this year. Yeah. yeah. This Hey, this is seat 292. You don't even know the name. Start exchanging cookies. Yeah. <laughs> they're signing up. They're signing up for uh, Heather's book club. I don't know why she does a book club, but for some reason they're involved. Next it's thing interesting you know, the camaraderie you have with, with so what happened? Uh, next next thing, thing you know, the pilot, pilot, like, put this thing to the, the pilot goes, you know, mad it. Flight attendants prepared for takeoff, and the plane was like, like this pilot knew that like this was an angry group of passengers. This was like Con Air. It's, as as you're it's going to be an angry takeoff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, we're going to transfer you from this A320 Airbus and put you into decommissioned F14 Tomcats at Mach three. We're going to get you to Florida in 25 minutes. <laughs> Uh, uh, attention passengers to the captain speak. Uh, we are en route right now from uh, Philadelphia International. Uh, direct flight movie? to Fort Worth. Continuation is Sacramento. What's the movie with Denzel where he flies and like it looks like flight. they're fucked? Yeah, and he just turns it at the right minute and like gets through that like uh, cloud yeah. storm. Or, or like just... Sully. Oh. When he's like birds, oh. birds, yeah. we got birds. We got angry customers. Full speed ahead. When we landed, man, it was like, okay, well, what kind of arsenal am I going to bring when I call American Airlines and demand restitution? Yeah, restitution. right. Yeah, you should get a free flight for that, a free round-trip flight. Yeah. I mean, really, Anywhere. that's insane. Four days, man. Wherever you, you want to go. Right. I would Anywhere. like to go to Australia, round-trip, free. Do you guys – you know how they do the announcements at their airports, and they're like, hey, we're letting you know – uh, we're too full in this flight, so if anyone wants to volunteer, we'll give you like, you know, a free night stay and two complimentary tickets. Do you guys ever? Would you guys ever take that? Uh, I've never done it, but I would if they were like, "We'll give you a thousand dollars cash." I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll inconvenience myself for a night for that." But have you ever done? You know how they do that when they like overbook? You're like, "How do you overbook?" I in don't this understand it. I'm like, "Yo, I'm how? really bad at math, <clears throat> but if I had 45 available seats." I would only 45? make 45 tickets. <laughs> See, the problem is you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to keep the reservation. Which is really it's the like, only point and the point. most important part of the reservation. It's the holding. But that's crazy, though. I mean, by the time you get to Florida after that, you think they get on the, the, uh, the PA and be like, by the way, we landed in Elizabethtown, South Africa by accident. Right on and, time. Yeah, I mean, that is no, crazy. No, I was a pilot on that plane, knowing what what these people have been through. You have a little bit of a sense of humor, like, and uh, we'll have to welcome you to Columbia, South Carolina, right now. The that temperature yeah, right. is uh, 82 that degrees, humidity is 85 percent, uh, scattered showers, and uh, we're gonna look at some thunderstorms here. But welcome home. By the way, folks, he was we're like, it was like, uh, uh, folks, we are welcome. landed safe in West Palm Beach, but unfortunately, <laughs> there's a creature running around on the uh, runway, so we have to take back off and get up in the air. Yeah, we have we to go have back to, to Philadelphia. Yeah, we have to parachute us out of here. That's crazy, man. That's insane. It was. I remember crazy. flying back from from uh, was it Hawaii. No, it was uh, what the hell was I? I think it was Philly. PA. Yeah, I was flying back from somewhere. Uh oh, this isn't the United story. I don't. I don't think I have the strength. But the um, I was the last time I flew back into L.A. They um. They got on the speaker and they said, "Folks, the landing gear is not going." Um, yeah, down. right. Okay. Uh, 
Oh, sorry, the flaps aren't going down. Oh, no. The flaps aren't working. So we read the manual, and we're going to have to circle around the airport and burn off fuel <laughs> before we land. And I remember before they said this, we flew over LAX and we're flying over the Pacific Ocean. And I just I looked at this girl next to me. I was like, there's something wrong here. Uh, we just flew past the airport. Like, this isn't right. Um, because we were too far, you know, to do like a – to turn around, to do a three-point turn. You know how they do that to get in the right – flight path yeah the i light. hate when they do that it, it, it was that it's a giant rectangle that they do to uh, to get in the flight path yeah right they do like they do the path and then the the, the pilot says this and he's like we're gonna have to burn off fuel i'm like oh great this is gonna be like some news story you know no. so, so so they were flying around for like 15 minutes and finally they started to descend and they said uh if you have a small child please hold on to them very tightly I said okay and the girl next to me could tell I was like kind of scared, and she goes, oh it doesn't God. matter. He's like, what's really scary is the people with their headphones still on that don't hear any of this, and they're about to get the wake-up call of their life because there's people with like their like like music headphones on, oh, even though yeah, they weren't supposed to. Canceler. And he's like, they're going to be in for the real surprise. <laughs> and if anything happens, you and I won't feel a thing. I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's in God's hands now. I said a prayer. And oh. as, we're, as we're hitting the runway, they say, brace for impact, brace for impact. And everyone put their head down. And the flight team's like, put your head between your legs. And I was like, oh, no, what's going to happen? And we landed, and we landed very fast. And it was a very scary landing. Thank God everybody was okay. But for, like, two minutes, I was like, this is so scary. Oh I was gosh. watching this documentary where they explained that, like, the brace for impact position is, like, designed to just snap your neck. So you don't, so the airline doesn't have to, like, pay out. Pay out. To all the suing. Yeah, that survived the crash. It's, it's designed to give you something to do, so you are occupied while you are dying. While you were dying, so you're Jen like, talked like, to a um, like Thanos, somebody that Jen knows, like a friend of a friend. She was at a party, and they were a a, a mortician, like a, a funeral director guy. Uh, no, he was a the who's the guy that does the autopsies? Who's somebody that does autopsies? Corner, what are they called? Coroner. Coroner. He was a coroner. He was saying that air, airline victims, you don't even know that they're people when you recover, that they're just blobs of meat. It doesn't even look like a person. You can't even recognize who they are. Dismemberment. Because they smash into something doing like, you know, 240 miles an hour, you're going to be hamburger meat. It's going like to be hamburger. taking a hamburger and throwing it as hard as you can against a wall that's two feet away. Exactly. <laughs> but, and you know, that's not a bad way to go either. No, yeah. it's very quick. I want to go. I want to go. Very peacefully in my sleep, like my grandfather, not screaming like the passengers. Ah. Now, actually, my grandfather died at, oh. he died at Auschwitz, which um, is sad, oh but gosh. he fell out of a guard tower. Um, and that's how, how we do it in here, Munich! <laughs> Terrible. Choked we'll on the smoke out. in the air and tripped and fell on the steps. You'll never hear us on similar to that, Clark, where uh, I was actually flying. I was supposed to go to Utah, Salt Lake City, and then Spokane, Washington, and uh, the, the plane pulled out of Fort Lauderdale and we were starting to go and the, you heard the gear start to retract and then a loud bang oh and gosh. all you could smell oh in the, uh, the, uh, the cockpit or whatever the hell you call oh it, gosh. Uh, wherever the hell we were sitting is Fuselage. hydraulic fuel. <laughs> <laughs> so they, yeah, they, they blew, they blew out uh, a couple of the APUs and what's an APU? Oh my gosh. Auxiliary power units basically controls all the oh flights. Oh my gosh. Oh no. The, the rudders, the t- you know everything, and and the and the gear. Oh, so the gear shit. then once it once they couldn't retract the gear, snapped back down. 
and we made an emergency landing. Wow. Dude, that is scary. Uncle Jonathan's. But it was it pipe. wasn't crazy. It wasn't as crazy as yours. Like they didn't tell us to, you know, put our head between our legs and kiss our ass goodbye. It was uh uh <laughs> gonna, oh. uh, of are, Columbus. emergency vehicles uh, that will be on the runway. Uh just uh, don't, don't 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 pay too much attention to those, you know, we're gonna be okay. <laughs> that, that's so scary to notice It'd the ground funny coming they... up at you extremely fast. It'll be funny if they gave the emergency announcement afterwards, like, and we're going to be coming down the aisle. If you are a gold member carrier card, you can sign up today, get an additional 250,000 miles, and you, you will also get all the alcohol you can drink right before we land, just in case we do hit it pretty hard so you can't feel it. Yes. Hey, hey you, know how you, get a, you know how you get a free drink on an airline? And I can say this has worked maybe 90% of the time, is when the flight attendant comes by. And always get a drink because, you know, if you think about it, flight attendants are going down the aisle and people are like a hot tea, a coffee. They, they don't they just want to give you what something you easy to get on the- draft. I want some tomato <laughs> juice. Yeah. Can I have uh, I always order tomato here. juice, too. I love tomato juice on airplanes and I, I hate actually, it on land. I actually love that. I, I love only it. like to drink it in the air. Heather and I only drink Bloody Mary. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> yeah. So Isn't there something to be said? There I must be something to be said. I never drink that. It's like yeah. beer and a hot dog at a baseball game. Or oh. Like, uh, you just blew my dick. Pizza That's exactly pizza what it is. Pizza during TGIF. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's so, there's like you know something what? Live a little. Yeah, it's like tomato juice. I would yeah, never right. even buy tomato juice to keep in the house. But when I'm flying, I'm like, a tomato juice sounds great. Yeah. I don't know if it's like you need a salt intake with vegetables or something, but mm. I just like need it. But anyway, when you get it, when a flight attendant comes down, you figure all these people are ordering like, a hot tea, a cup of coffee. And they're not waiters. You know, they're flight attendants. Their job, of course, is to provide. But they're not like, well, what do you got? Earl what Grey. tastes good? So I always go like an 80s yeah. movie. The just specials. give me a beer. Yeah, right. Not not a Budweiser or a Coors Light. Just, I'll just take a beer. What kind of beer? Any kind of whatever's easiest for you to grab that you're pushing and no one's buying, I'll take it. I'll make it super easy. And they're just like, uh, all right, how rest. about this, this Modelo? Yeah, that's whatever you want. And then you kind of talk to them a little bit, flirt with them. Nine times out of ten, they'll give they like one another beer, and it's free because they're just happy that you're not an asshole. You're making their job so much easier. Dude, here's our uh, special monkey piss light. So, because uh, here's our monkey. Yeah. I don't know if you're like me, here's but when I'm on an airplane, when I'm on an airplane, I just am. Every muscle is clenched. I'm trying to remain calm. I'm trying to look cool, but inside, I'm just counting the seconds until I'm back on the ground. So. It could be the nastiest beer ever. I'm so yeah, like, right. jacked up. I'm like, yeah, just give it to me. You might as well give me three at, give it to at me. once. And they always <laughs> go even quicker on an airplane. Even though it's a regular 12-ounce can, oh, I feel like they're in done three sips. in three sips. <laughs> three large <laughs> shots. I, uh, I, I, I experienced uh, drinking alcohol on a plane. You so have? I have not. Have not. Oh, you don't oh, do my that. Gosh. Ah, regular... Uh, we tend to fly on. Oh, right. You're carrying. your Drinking is a bit frowned upon when you're carrying a handgun on an airplane. They, they know your seat number, and, oh, boy, you order up a beverage there uh, that is a, an adult soda. You five oh my citizens gosh. may just be a blip on the radar. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have people watching. I tried to be an air marshal like three years ago. I, I asked my sister. She works for uh, Homeland Security. That was so bad. I, yeah, I thought to, I could be. We, what's that? We just fly armed. We fly armed because it's part of our job, and we carry a gun. 
Yeah, you have to. You don't know right. when you're going to take down a bad we guy. You do right. not want us to be an air marshal. That is a moronic and ridiculous job. It's just, it's it's nothing. You That's would, what I thought, it, though. Hate your I life. thought I could just fly it's around nothing. free. But my sister's like, no, you need to be like a cop and have like experience in law enforcement. I thought I could just get a gun and go save the day. Because I thought I thought you're flying for free. Aren't they? And you're mostly like those, uh, those guys are great shots, though. I mean, they are. Oh, they yeah. can yeah. eyes out on the target. I guess they have to be because you can't puncture a hole in a plane and cause like cabin pressure. You can't investigate anything to uh, save their lives. Are you supposed to like not be able to tell which is which? Like if one is on your plane, are they supposed to be like in disguise? Well, we're trained. There's there's a lot of training that goes on. You know, we're trained not to react immediately. I mean, air marshals. Like, are air marshals not supposed to be known that they are air marshals? Yeah, no, and neither are we. Ah, oh, oh yeah. I check in with like the handicapped people, and of course, if Habib is watching, <laughs> you have to have, you have to be in a wheelchair. I know I need to yeah. cut his throat because he has gum. Yeah, Habib or Tony Smith, age sixteen. Yeah. So yeah, they they know they, they can pick us out. You know, it's pretty it's pretty obvious, but yeah. we all uh, we all check in and coordinate, and we know what. You know who's what, and if it's an air marshal on the plane, I defer to them. Uh, I've been on a plane where it's been like, I think twelve of us were armed, and I just told the guys, "I'm just gonna hit the floor if uh, anything uh, happens." Because yeah, you guys got this. It's gonna be one hell. Yeah, you can take care of this. You guys got this. I wonder if they know the flight attendants, like if they see the same flight attendants a lot. The flight attendants now. The flight attendants and the pilots now. Who we are? They do. That's good. That way you can like. Because we have so, to give them paperwork. Do they have? Do they have a, a U.S. Uh, uh, air marshal on every flight in the U.S. or like just like big yeah. ones? I think that's what I meant to ask. No, the flights that you'll see a lot of them on are uh, anything to and from Washington D.C. to and from New York, uh, LaGuardia, JFK. LaGuardia. I think it would be a funny sketch to do like LaGuardia. to do like U.S. air marshals, but they put them on like any like every flight in the country. It's like, yeah. hey, like, I'm taking this puddle jumper to the next island, and there's some stranger in the back. Like, you rent a private jet. There's just some guy that's like, uh, I'm Bill. I'm going the same way you are. It's like, are you an air marshal? Yeah. No. No. We have a draft for air marshals. Sitting with the terrorists, like, right next to each other. Yeah, right. Or an air marshal. Hanging out. They just put a marshal in every vehicle location. So you take, like, a SEPTA train to downtown Philly, and there's just some stranger, like, looking at you, and you're like, Uh, are you you an addict? No. Are you an air marshal? Uh, happy Shark Week, by the way, everybody. It's the week of the sharks. Yeah. Oh, before we move on, can I just oh, yeah, dig me. mention the most – I mean, Clark, I know you hate United Airlines, but <laughs> I am starting a vendetta with American Airlines. Oh, oh, oh well, shit. Dude, as soon as we get off the ground and we're 30,000 feet in the air, what's the oh, first that. fucking thing they do but bring their – Join the Sky Club and get 50 billion free miles for a dollar. Yeah, that's insult to injury. <laughs> no, I could save that's more money by that. just not buying anything and never How about, flying on your airline again. Oh, my gosh. How about giving us uh, vouchers for the discomfort you've caused your entire flight for three days? How about don't solicit me to buy things. I've already wasted probably 800 bucks. All I want is restitution. Restitution. Or how about uh, you know what? American Airlines? You know, here's a cashier's check for a thousand dollars for your troubles and your the the things we have messed up on our end. 
So you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, you were probably not working for the last two or three days while we were totally screwing you over on flights and, you know, dicking you in the ass. Yeah, I I lost PTO. And I'm sure most of these passengers aren't people that just live alone in an apartment and have uh, unlimited money. They probably have jobs to be at, people that like watching pets. Exactly. Uh, that, there were you know, some like students. Like, really? like students. Three days, you could like kill money. somebody inadvertently. What if you had like... Oh, hey, oh, you got those air miles though. Woo! What if you had like a For child somewhere? For another $20, that... you can get another 80 billion miles. The flight, flying used to be fun. I remember back when I was a kid, you, we would take flights to Florida a lot because my dad lived there. And that was like a two-hour flight. And you'd, you'd get a free meal, a blanket, wings, a movie. Like it was all – it was like a great yeah, experience. Was just it was that, never like, crowded. The people who like are behind all the big airlines in this country, they must have fucked up somewhere because I feel like they're funding. And like – you know, there's no like – Effort to make the plane like planes amazing. Yeah. There's so many fucking people that fly. Like planes are going all over the country every single day, and I feel like we're riding in cigarettes uh, that were made in yeah. the seventies. We're we're riding in aluminum fart tubes. Exactly. Uh, you know you, why Bob. that is too. Crash. You're clinging to <laughs> some you. some cushion, <laughs> you know, some airplane cushion that has had like seven thousand farts fired into it. Frangible. Right. It's a it's a it's a gas you, tank. Like, literally. Oh my gosh. And, and why that is too? Why the service is lower? Uh, part of because of nine eleven. Yeah. But why? But it's not like that overseas. Because I flew. No, I it's flew not. Turkish Airlines. It's when I flew Turkish Airlines, and dude, we got up to cruising altitude. They gave us a hot rag. They gave us, uh, you know, they had a whole drink service come down. Oh my gosh! Like lickety split. Happy Unbe- ending. Dude, when I flew and from pa- you get Air France, many, they had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was a twelve-hour flight into Athens from Atlanta to Athens. So it was a twelve-hour. Oh they had breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but you could get oh appetizers and. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And yeah. and sandwiches and sandwiches as much as you wanted. See, that's oh a gosh. that's service right cool. there. That's you know, how it should be. And I, and what happened was that to ten and up. You know, get yeah. get my sandwiches. And what are yeah, you give me my sandwich. Or I'm gonna punch you back in the back of the head. It used to be. What are you spending the money on that these ticket prices are out the out the? They're so it's, insane. It's, I just don't uh, know how 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 a foreign airline no. do that well. And then it's like. Yeah. In Greyhound bus with all these American Can't all be free gas. It's because 30 years ago, or not 30 years ago, 20 years ago, there were 40 different airline companies all losing money and competing with each other. So they would have to just bend over and take it to give the best service. Or you just go to Air Penis or whatever the next like airline is. Remember, remember there was like 800 airlines. There was Northwest. There was Continental. There was United. There was South, <laughs> Southwest. There's Spirit. Remember, uh, there's remember our idea, Clark? There's like soon, Hooters. like some internet rich billionaire is going to start his own plane company That's all it's going to it's gonna be called like birds of the sky airline well Elon yeah. Musk is doing that but unfortunately Both he's in air but yeah you had all these he's airlines welcome. competing for each other now you have four major airlines and they can charge whatever they want because you know what if you don't fly southwest you're going to fly united and if you don't do that you're going to do american and if you don't do that you're going to fly and delta and, they and smash fuck you the, if they don't work they smash the seats together and uh-huh. you know i'm 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 not a i'm not an obnoxiously large guy but i'm a no. bigger guy 
I weigh 235, 240 pounds, and I don't fit into one of these regular airline seats. And if you put me next to a big, gigantic, five foot two, fat fucking woman who, you know, lifted a weight in her fucking life and has has no speck of athletic ability, you know, that's going to be a little uncomfortable. That's going to be, yeah, exactly. They need to take care of that. Bob, you're, I think there needs to be a cap, too. Bob, you're the size where. It's not uncomfortable for the person who's normal size sitting next to you. It's only uncomfortable for you. You know what I mean? Like you're not like right. pushing anyone. I, what I do to too kind of is because like I know I'm too big for the I'm too big for the seat. Shoulders. So I lean and, I lean forward. I just lean forward the whole time. Oh, and they and they need to. You know what they should start doing when you buy a ticket? Is um, I'm serious about this. Is ask how many times do you frequently use the bathroom during a flight? And they should put those people in the same aisle. Because I've been on flights where someone gets up like six times no. on like a five-hour flight. I'm like, dude, do you have oh diarrhea? Like, why do I have to keep getting up so you can use the bathroom? Oh, my gosh. I make sure uh, – I usually sit at the window seat. I make sure if it's anything, uh, you know, two and a half hours or less, I'm not going to need to get up and use the bathroom. I make sure I do that before I get on the plane. Me too. Oh, I, I, I rarely use the bathroom during the flight. Maybe once to like stretch the legs or if I'm having a couple of drinks or something, but – I one time uh, canceled a trip home for Christmas because I couldn't find an aisle seat on any flights. I have to have that aisle seat. Me too. I need my leg hanging out in the aisle, and I want that little cart to smash into me so I don't miss them. Exactly. I do two things on every flight. I always get an aisle seat unless I absolutely can't. Mm. And then even then I'll try to barter with somebody to mm-hmm. like get the seat. Yeah. And I I'm always ADT. the last person. I'm always the last person to board the plane because I, I, I can't stand uh, being on there and then like sitting uh, and or standing. It's like the people that get up as soon as the flight lands. It's like you're not going I anywhere for that. 10 minutes. That should be that should be punishable by death. It should be. People get up and try to rush the aisle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Guy. I get wanting I, to just what stand you up. To push into a septic tank. Oh, yeah, I get wanting to stand up to, to, stand. to do it. But I mean like getting your luggage down and sitting it. No, we're trying to like, you know, boss hog your way up the up the aisle. Right. It's I so funny though. Through, like, I uh, hate it too. Corey Clement. I always watch Hogging people. your way up the aisle. I always watch people when the flight lands because every the first thing everybody does is take out their phone. It's like they can't it's just – like Wrong land, loops, like the hosts of Westworld. <laughs> yeah, they I have to get looped back in. I have to update. I have to tell people. I have I'm to make landed. sure that post went through. Did you guys see like that the... that uh, Luke Skywalker lookalike that was sitting right yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, the you lightsaber. I talked to him the whole time and just pretended that, he was. Yeah, I would too. It's oh, so funny on airplanes too. Fall. I've said this on the show before, and I, tell me if you guys agree or disagree. Conversation with people on an airplane in the seat next to you, it has to be initiated immediately or you don't say a word. You never start a conversation three hours in the flight and be like, nice to see you. You either be like, hey, nice to see you. Where are you going? I'm Matt. And you, you talk the whole flight or you don't talk at all. There's no like small talk or nice seat or what do you do? You're either involved the whole time or you're silent. And I like to go silent for the most part because I just want to like read and listen to music. But if somebody starts talking, I'm like, all right, I'm involved now. Let's get your life story out in the plate. Where are you from? Who'd you fuck? A talker. Hate a talker. I can't do it. I can't deal with it. You hate a talker. Because normally on a plane, I'm flying armed, so I I don't want to discuss anything about my job, anything about that. Right. You know, I can only, you know, 
lay out how much of a great insurance salesman I am for so long. Oh, wow. Bob, do you do, do, do that, Bob? You don't like talkers. I picture you as a guy that doesn't. Do you give hints? No, you I, talk I, like, my, I put like my headphones in as soon as I, I get on the plane. I'm the first one on the plane. I get on the plane. If Habib is watching, he knows, okay, I'm gupping his throat. Oh, yeah. He's gupping his throat. Hear me coming. Habib. He just turned into a vampire. Dude, I just put my headphones in, and I'm, I'm an asshole. And it's just it's the way it is. Yeah, you're a man of the country. You deserve to be an asshole. It's your with, God-given right. With no, us, it's, it was... it's not necessarily right. I could probably handle it a little bit better. But that's that's how I handle well, it. I think you're perfect the way you are, Bob. I wouldn't change a thing about you, sir. It was our first experience with a baby on the plane, so interacting with the passengers, uh-huh. which is usually something I dread, became something really like uh, like happy, like uplifting. Because everybody loves Hannah, and they all would see her, and they'd smile, and she would smile back at them. And Skywalker, he sat down, and he was like, like, I remember that baby from the Friday night flight that got canceled. Tell me about it, Luke. That's so cute. That's uplifting, like the flaring thrusters of a Saturn V rocket. Indeed. NASA hour. Which, I would like just 50, uh, 49 years ago today, Apollo 11 splashed down in the. Oh, this... yeah. That's oh a little. Gosh. We got to get. We got to. We got to. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. There it is. It's like hearing. It's That's like, you know, when Bob, when Bob says, oh, my gosh, live, oh my gosh. it's like hearing the name of a movie oh said in the, during the movie. Oh you know, oh like it's gosh. like watching Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and maybe Marion's like, Robin Hood. Prince of Thieves. And you're like, that's the name of the movie. They just said it in the movie. It's like seeing that in real life. I think in, yeah, like in every Game of Thrones episode, they usually say the name of the title at some stage. Right, or Sopranos, too. Die. For the most part. Or even Tom Hanks says, life is like a box of chocolates in the Forrest Gump accent. It's about the same. Laugh, laugh. Or Tom Hanks does anything like uh, Dugan, Jimmy Dugan. Oh, yeah. Good call. I love that Excellent character. Pull. All right. We're going to bring on a little company now called uh, Dorsal Bracelets. They're an official sponsor of Shark Week, and they have a good product. They donate 20% to Saving the Sharks, and they're going to come on for a few minutes, and we are really, really dead. What's this guy's name? His name's no two men. Chad. <laughs> Sounds like I'm setting up some kind of game. There's two men coming on. They have perfect wallpaper and they great risotto. Uh, Chad and Ram. Ram's the owner. Well, this is all in benefit of Shark Week. Chad and Ram. It is. It's going for the sharks. Excellent. Yeah. Chad and Ram, as if as in the hooved horned. Graham. Yeah, it's Chad and Graham. Oh, Graham. Ah. Chad and Graham. Chad, how are you, sir? Yo. What's up? How are you? Hey, man. Thanks for coming on the show. You're, yeah. uh, you're on the podcast with Matt, Bob, and John. I just want to thank you. This is very last minute. Um, yeah, you whipped I'm so together. happy you guys came on, and and thank you guys so much. We uh, we do this every Shark Week. We have people from um, Ocean Conservancy, uh, Defenders Army. It's the 30th Arm. anniversary. Did you know that? Can you believe yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. We actually had you guys on your website donate twenty percent of the bracelets, which is awesome, by the way, yeah. uh, to Shark Angels. We had them on. We had somebody on there two years ago on the show. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, so what's up, man? How are you guys doing? Is it is it just yourself oh or is it yourself? Yeah, and Grant? it's me and Dylan. 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 You got it yeah, wrong, Dylan. 
How are you guys? So <laughs> tell us about dorsal bracelets because I follow you guys on Instagram and I see I see you're all over the place. And for a second I thought you were following me. Like stalking me a little bit because it was it was everywhere and I thought it was awesome because I love sharks. <laughs> and then uh, I reached out to you to be on the show. You guys agreed. And uh, a lot of people... Oh, my God. Would you pro- let them talk? Or are you just going to talk? Stop it. <laughs> I'm talking right now. I'm, I'm, okay. I'll shut up. Well, so what's up, man? What's what's the deal? Yeah. So um, we actually just recently graduated college um, with majors in biology at the <laughs> College of Charleston in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, oh so gosh. we w- worked really closely with the marine biology students, which... Marine biology at the College of Charleston is a really big deal. Um, so we saw the need to um, do a lot of things with how much plastics in the ocean and oh. so many um, people trying to save the turtles and um, save the dolphins. So we wanted to do something sort of similar, um, and we decided to go with sharks. Yeah, um, that's incredible too. And, you know, Correct me if I'm wrong with any of this, but for a lot of people that don't know, statistically speaking, sharks kill on average about six people a year. You, yes. People die from microwaves. It's not enough. And, and yes. sharks. Uh, but around 100 million sharks are killed every year for a product that nobody really needs. And I don't understand why you would ever want uh, any kind of shark product. There's really nothing, no you know, redeeming qualities of that. Is, yeah. Do you guys choose sharks because of stats like that? How scary oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, it's it's absolutely insane. About uh, seventy three million sharks were killed last year. So what? Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. How does For who? Ha- by who? How? Um, a lot is happening in other countries. Right. Uh, there's a delicacy <sighs> of shark fin soup, Jeez. which actually doesn't taste like anything. Apparently, okay. um, it tastes like and it's ocean. just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just people saying, oh, I had shark fin soup. Oh. And they fin these sharks and they just let them bleed out. How, how lame. Yeah. How lame are they? It's yeah. really, really terrible. Um, There's a video last year, too, of a guy. Dorks. And they they were dragging a shark from a motorboat. Um, oh, my God. It's just a, it's to see people do that. It's just it's uh, it's oh like gosh. a serial killer. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, you have to be really mentally fucked to do that. Yeah. So my, my hats off to you guys for what you're doing. Uh, I'm a big anyone that listens to the show knows that I'm a big shark advocate. I, mean, I think we all are. Um, so you guys graduated from Charleston College. Yes, in, College of Charleston. College of Charleston. Yeah. Uh, my cousin lives down there. Maybe you know. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, but yeah, it, that's not easy. It's not an easy major. You guys are obviously very smart. Uh, so <laughs> is it? So every bracelet. By the way, Happy Shark Week. Every bracelet you yeah. do. You do. You give back, though. You do twenty yeah. percent. Um, yeah. You have four bracelets, and they're really dope. You have oh. three great whites, and you have a black tipped uh, shark. I think it was. What? Yeah. Tip. Yeah. 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 yeah I, really I thought you were cool. talking about a completely different bracelet. There's four different kind. What do they look like? Yeah. So there's. I think there's actually six. Um, and it's oh, nice. there's a shark, and it's um, tied on rope, and it clasped with the tail. Um, so yeah, we just started with six. We're looking into expanding pretty soon because we've had um, a lot of positive feedback. We just launched last week. Um, Where do I find so, you guys on Instagram, Snapchat? 
Yeah. So Instagram um, dorsal bracelets. We're starting with Instagram because we like the the visuals and being able to show the product, so. show people wearing yeah, it, right. show sharks, um, tell some yeah, shark right. facts. So things like that. Oh, look at you. Yeah, guys. I got to give you credit Damn. for that. Um, when you guys first, Follow. before you launched, you, you're very active on social media and you said uh, coming soon. And the product yeah. wasn't even out yet, but I already was like hooked on it because I was like, these guys, are, <laughs> you guys were right oh, out there. Dude. And, and it's not like a lot of these other companies that are like, hey, uh, elephant awareness, get a shirt. But they don't like do anything with it. They're just kind of shamelessly, you know, <laughs> taking their opportunists. Yeah. You guys, you guys actually giving back, and it's it's a cool product anyway. Like it would, it would fly no matter how much social media, you know, presence or advertising you do. And I feel like you guys are just you're super smart, educated. Like I think it's going to be really huge. You know, I awesome. hope it is. Yeah, yeah, we hope so too. <laughs> yeah. How, how does what does, what, what does all the money go to? That you Sorry, what did you say? The shark. What does the money go to that you guys are raising from the uh, shark rifles? Yeah, yeah. So um, we're donating 20% of every bracelet to shark angels. Um, we aren't the guys in the water, but we want to be as close to that as possible by working with them. Um, we're actually just donating to them right now, but we want to, we have a few calls scheduled with them next week to try and actually work out a partnership and do like a long term thing. Um, but amazing. shark angels, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. That's great. That's amazing, and to 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 just to be donating to them right now is is incredible. You know, a lot of companies wouldn't even do that, and twenty percent is no joke. You know how a lot of companies are like, for every twenty sold, we'll donate a dollar. Yeah. And you're like, but that's not really doing anything. But yeah. like twenty, yeah. you guys, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys do twenty percent of each bracelet sold. Yes. So for yeah. nineteen bucks, which is a really good deal for that, it's not like hey, three hundred bucks for a bracelet. Yeah. It's it, there's like no excuse not to get one. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. giving. Uh, I'm not good at math, but I mean, it's like three or four bucks or something, right? They're yeah. really yeah, sweet, yeah. man. They're really cool. They're they're they they're gonna be huge down here where I live in South Florida. Uh, you know, everyone's on the coast. Everyone's on into the the water, and uh, they have such a cool look to them. I'm buying Thank one you. right now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sweet. I sent them to my friends uh, Janet and Laura. I'm like, oh, I want one. I got you. Got to get me one. I was like, well, I could buy you one or. You can buy you it yourself. Can buy it. <laughs> it's not like you're not allowed so, to buy it. Yeah, they're they're really cool, man. Um, so when you guys did you guys grow up in South Carolina? Is that where we you're like, you're from? We did. We both grew up here. Are there two of you on the call right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm here too. Oh hey, I sorry, I, I don't know if you guys were on like the same same mic or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys were friends in in South Carolina. Yeah, um, we went to high school together, and then went in to Charleston. College. So we're originally from Greenville, South Carolina. Ah. So we went to high school together, and then we moved to college, and we're roommates for four years. BFF. We, we're big. Are you guys Civil War <laughs> fans? We're big fans of the Civil War, or maybe, should I say, the, the War of Northern Aggression, depending on how deep your roots are. Uh, but, but there's a lot of history in South Carolina. Are you guys uh, history fans? There is a lot of history, but not a big history fan. <laughs> you don't have time for that. There's a lot of biology. There's science to be done. There's a the world now <laughs> that needs to be saved. You're trying to figure out the future. Not worry. But so you guys were friends in, in high school, and then were obviously friends in, in college. How you, did you just graduate this year? Yeah, so we just graduated this past May. So you just graduated in May, 
And two months later, you guys are have your own company or are all over the place. And you're synonymous with Shark Week too. You guys, because of your hashtag and everything, you search for Shark Week, which I did. That's how I found you. You guys are like all over the place. That's well, that's awesome. very impressive. That's good to know. Yeah. So we we actually started another business um, in our sophomore year. So we have a little bit of background in business while still doing the whole biology thing. Um, yeah, so that we we took a lot of what worked and what didn't work. I was just gonna say it's so amazing how you have this passion for the sea, <laughs> but you also make this really cool product that's gonna sell itself. That's it's quite a combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, uh, really into uh, the entrepreneur path right now. So, so how does the, how? Congratulations on that too. That's huge. Thank you. Do you guys have a monthly subscription uh, policy available where someone could do twelve bucks a month. They'll get a bracelet sent to them, and it's free shipping? Yeah, so as long as it's in America, um, free shipping. We're trying to work out a discounted rate for worldwide, but right now it's just yeah. calculated through our website. We don't need to ship to those other countries anyway. They're the ones causing the problems to begin <laughs> with, right? Forget them. No, I'm, kidding. Yeah, I'm totally We're doing kidding. nothing. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but So is it, it's a different one every month? So do you guys like custom make one each month, or how does that work? It is. So um, it's it. We have about um, 40 samples that we're working through right now. So we have um, up to two years planned for the oh. monthly subscription. And um, we'll go from there and see how the company grows. Sweet. McCullough. Yeah, that, that's pretty sweet, man. That's a really good deal. Um, so the three great whites and the black tips, you said you have six, six uh, designs. Yeah, so, so on the. Um, if you're on the homepage right now, you're probably seeing four of them. It just gives you a preview. But if you click shop and then click bracelets, it'll show you all six. Got it. That's good feedback, though, because we can change that if people think we only have four bracelets. Oh, no, I'm just not a smart man. It has no, nothing no. to do with your site. It's no, just yeah. ADHD kicking in. Um, but the Black Tip Navy is pretty sweet. And yeah, that's our bestseller right now. I think it's pretty cool. Black Tip Navy. Yeah, <laughs> Dorsalbracelets.com, but it's cool that it's under twenty dollars though, and it's it's only nineteen because as weird as you think that sounds psychologically, nineteen is a much easier sell than twenty. Even though it's oh, a yeah. buck, people actually yeah. will look at that and be like, "Oh, it's, it's under twenty dollars." Old trick of the hula hoop. Well, <laughs> was it was it a lot of hard work getting them to go off the ground? Like, do you guys make these yourselves in house, or like how does that all work? Yeah. Right. Uh, no, so we right. don't make them in-house. We actually, yeah, right. it took us about three months to find a uh, manufacturer for them um, because we knew we wanted the shark to be more intricate than like a charm bracelet. Um, yeah. So it was really hard to find uh, this bracelet and someone who could make this bracelet and someone who could make it in all the designs that we wanted. Um, that took the longest. But once we had it, setting up the site, um, like I had said, was just, it was pretty simple because we had all that experience from our other business. So. Right. Did, did you say what that other business was, or did I just completely interrupt you and cut you off before? I'm no, sorry. no, no. We, we haven't said yet. It's called Chuck Waters. Um, it's a lifestyle, coastal-inspired oh, like t-shirt oh. company. We sell t-shirts, hats, and polos. Um, Wait a yeah. minute. Oh, sweet. Wait a minute. Is that, is that still like a... a are you guys going to like merge those two or are those uh, two so separate we, entities? Uh, we don't really want to merge them, but we are the guys behind it. So it kind of merges itself naturally. But yes, yeah. Chuck Waters is Chuck still Waters. Uh, rolling right now. And Dorsal is the second, the second one. 
Right. I have a feeling I've heard about. Is it not like a um, like a hippie van, like a Dharma van, like yeah, the, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that shit. Yo, <laughs> I used to work. Well, I used to work for a company that was based out of Florence, South Carolina. Oh, okay. What's so it I, called? It's called. It's a nurse staffing company. I'm sure oh. you've never heard of it. Okay, no, <laughs> I have not. <laughs> this is sweet, that's pretty cool though. Gear, though. That's really interesting. Hot models. <laughs> What what made you guys choose Shark Angels uh, out of all of the um, you know NPOs that are that are that deal with marine life and marine conservation? Um, yeah. I'm just curious because yeah, yeah, it's, yeah th- th- we just did a lot of research to figure out um, who is the best fit, and there's a lot of um, organizations that do ocean conservation, and we really wanted it to stick with the brand um, with the shark bracelet, so specifically shark conservation um there are fewer of those and there's even fewer in america um so shark angels it came down to shark angels and three others but after uh just doing like a lot of reviews and looking at their social media and seeing what they're doing um that's who we chose who is chuck waters or is it just a guy (laughs) who likes the water yeah yeah so um like jack charleston is called chuck town (laughs) so charleston is known as chuck town um it's a peninsula surrounded by water so that's how the name came about i love it really cool and also too uh i love that you guys i said this at the beginning of the show but you guys show uh your support for sharks um i'm a a huge advocate for sharks Uh, i'm clark the shark and uh (laughs) i really really think that's such a the sharks are so much more intelligent than you think, and very. Um, Why are they so important? What oh do they gosh. do? They're, uh, a, they're one of the apex predators that keep the food chain moving, and they're also. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're by very, killing them, we're like fucking up the ocean. We're screwing up a lot of. You guys could talk better, but you guys are biologists. I'm not. So I want to. No, I mean that's exactly better. right. You're killing the top of the food chain, and we're out there too. So we're hurting ourselves by killing them. And and they don't taste good. Like you would. I've never eaten a shark. But yeah, I wouldn't want to like eat one. I, I remember when I first moved to Los Angeles, the only time I ever dined in Dash in my entire life Why? was I took this girl out to dinner at some Vietnamese oh, restaurant. And they, and I we were eating and I saw there was shark fin uh, soup on the menu. Mm. And I was like, We're not I was like, This is a free meal. She's like, Oh, <laughs> you don't have to pay for it. I was like, No, I know. None of us are paying for this. We are at <laughs> and we left. Someone and already we did pay. pay for it. And I and I would have I would have called them out if they were like, "Hey, you're leaving without paying." I'd be like, "I don't. I'm not. I'm not giving you money for doing this. <laughs> not doing it." Um, but it's sad that like that. It, it's it's banned in California now, but it's sad that uh, people still think that's a thing. You know, it's like that, the that, people that oh, kill yeah. lions for for sport. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a sport. It's usually it's like sport China. The other team knows that. You know, it's sport. these like yeah, it's bizarre. Um, what made you guys do biology? In college, was it like a science thing you yeah. always understood? Were you fans of Aquaman? It's not easy to do. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. we huh? both kind of chose that route because Chad was on the pre-dental track, and I was pre-med. Oh wow! Huh. So you yeah. the And then Family right days. before we graduated, Chad changed to the entrepreneur path, and I am going to nursing school in the fall. Oh shit. Oh, yeah, congratulations. So, Speaking of nursing, that's so cool. That's yeah. You guys are like great. You guys are going to heaven, obviously. <laughs> you guys are doing good things. 
<laughs> nursing school, saving sharks, is saving heaven lives. to you guys underwater? Yeah. <laughs> it seems yeah, like it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the new Aquaman trailer? Is it ridiculous to you? I haven't seen it, actually. I feel Don't. like they just really wanted Jason Momoa to be all. a superhero, and they're like, Aquaman, let's Aquaman. do it. <laughs> the, the, the photo, the uh, teaser poster for Aquaman is so badly photoshopped. DC to me is starting to stand for don't care because I, they have a brave. they have like all these sharks next to Aquaman and I swear to you the one on the right was yeah Bob's not a fan was my screensaver in 2008 some intern just googled like sharks and like just throw it in the poster it is so badly photoshopped there's like 30 orcas next to like great whites you're like what what is going on here I don't mean to it's go so down bad. nerd lane here but Marvel is kicking their ass yes they are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that's pretty much all the time we have here. But before we go, I wanted to ask you guys: Is there anything else like you want to you want to plug or you want to say? Because we really appreciate your time for for coming on the show. It's been yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this week we have twenty five percent off all our bracelets for Shark Week. So we're doing hey. uh, yeah, yeah. So if you use code Shark Week eighteen, um, you'll get twenty five percent off until Saturday at midnight. Shark Week twenty five percent is no joke. What's your website again? What's your website? Yeah, so the website is dorsalbracelets.com, and the Instagram is at dorsalbracelets. Awesome. It's so good. 25% is no joke, too. Like uh, Most companies are like 10%. You're like, okay, you're just taking like half the tax off or something. Yeah. But 25% is a super good deal. And does money still go to Shark Angels? It does. It does. So the same amount is going to Shark Angels that typically goes to them. Um, This is really just kind of a – we're only going to do two sales a year, Shark Week and Christmas. So that's uh, amazing. now's a good time to buy. (laughs) Smart market. You can check check them out at dorsalbracelets.com, D-O-R-S-A-L-B-R-A-C-E-L-E-T-S for the illiterates. Yeah. And it's really (laughs) – it's I, I we can say that I know I know it's tough, but you guys really thank you so much for being on and, and you have amazing <laughs> products and we're definitely gonna order some up and uh, thanks for all you do and, and best of luck with you guys. Come back yeah, whenever you want. Thank thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. What the hey, chuck? Have a good one. Bye. What the chuck? Cheers. What the chuck? That's their saying on their Chuck Waters uh, website. Oh my gosh, Chuck. These guys seem like cool yeah, dudes. Right. I uh, I feel like they need to go to a real coastal town. What is happening? Just... Oh, I think I, I think I lost you guys. Did we just cross the streams there? We did. I'm sorry about yeah, that. We are. Sorry we're about good. that. Let me see if we're still we're still rolling. Do you guys mind if we take a quick three minute break and then jump into some history hour? Because yes, there's a please, lot of clout to be tell. Please. I have to pee like an angel. I mean, that's just, that's blasphemous. That's I take that back. Do angels? I have pee to pee that? like Bob does in a flight from Abu Dhabi after a waterboarding incident to South Florida. Oh my gosh. Now oh my gosh. Been... You've totally fucked me oh up. Thanks a lot. Oh my gosh. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> right. See Fox. you guys in a few minutes. All right. We'll be right back. Live here on the podcastle. You know, Look like, what happened. It's all mental. We're going to repeat, and it's going to be here in Atlanta. And Carson Wentz will be MVP, and it'll be like. Oh, we'll be historic. Re- all will be right with the world. Because we are due, and we are still due. I don't think one is enough. It's, it, this it's is like done. LeBron only getting Dynasty. one in Cleveland. With Dougie P, Carson Wentz, 
Oh. We got so many good good weapons. Oh my god. Malcolm Dickens. Oh my hold, gosh. Hold on a sec. Oh my gosh. Here, give me a moment. I'll be back in like one minute. I'm impressed by those young, you know, minds who give me restore my faith in the millennials. Me too. Yes. Those entrepreneurial spirits. And those kids world. who understand how this planet works and pollution is a chain reaction that is like fucking everything up. It's exploding. And the hunting of we're done. predators. We're yeah. We're fast forwarding this whole thing. Sorry, everyone, after us, when you're listening to this 100 years from now and pollution's so bad you can't breathe. Yeah, you should have listened Sorry. to us. Our fault. Yep. It is. Bob, I'm so glad you're on the show. You uh, you have a lot you want to talk about tonight. Oh, oh my I've gosh. Really, uh, needing some history. Me too. I've been needing a lot of history. The mystery of history. No, John has. What did you say? World War Two. Yeah, I was thinking we dick into some World War Two. The Maginot Line. Maginot Line. How do you say that? The French setup. What is the that? French set up the French set up these Maginal line. The French set up these little underground bunkers uh, for to def, you know defend themselves against the Nazis. Unfortunately, that didn't work. The Nazis just kind of went right over them and took over. Did France. Nazis invade Poland, yes. then France? The Blitzkrieg, or... 1939, which means the Lightning War in German. The Nazis. The Lightning. Uh, Defeated Poland in two weeks. Um, they Jeez. called it the Sitz, the Sitzkrieg for a while because the Polish were just waiting at the borders. But these countries didn't have a chance against the German war machine uh, until Eisenhower came in and changed that. Am I right, Bob? Sitzkrieg, Clark? What did you call it? Your the Clark? Sitzkrieg. Go ahead, That's Bob. Where the, yes, uh, fine. That's fine. fine. The um, I am piling them up like a ball sack. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but yes, the, uh, the the Maginot line. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, Eisenhower. Maginot. Maginot. What do you make about the French, the German occupation of France? Did the French really have a chance at all? Or did they just kind of let it happen? I really think they kind of rolled over like a cheap hooker. Oh, fine. If we <laughs> like must a be quick I, about it. Like, like a twenty. Like I'm talking like a twenty oh dollar hooker too. Be oh quick yeah, it's a low balling. Yeah, we're gonna be really quick about ball. it. My pimp's on his but way over. If if you look at World War II, you have the Pacific Theater going on at one part of the globe against Japanese, and then you have the European Theater. Simultaneously fighting basically two wars, hence the name World War II. Um, but the, the Germans, as I understand, were more humane, if you can believe that, with their capturing of POWs. Where the Japanese were just like ruthless. They would just torture you and cut your head off. Is that accurate, Bob? Oh, yeah. They would do crazy shit. That's true. And, and let me qualify also, too, my, my oh, you know, generalized statements on the French. You know, they helped us out. Uh, uh, a great deal, but uh, yeah, they rolled over like a cheap twenty-five dollar hooker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Good call. 
<laughs> Bob, do you think we dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki to scare the Russians in part? Or was that really just to save a million U.S. lives? Or was it at any part to scare the Russians to be like, yo, here's what we <laughs> Uh, I think maybe Truman had that in the back of his mind, but that would be at his level. That wouldn't be at the level of the uh, the command and the army and uh, any of the armed forces. Uh, we dropped the bombs in Hiroshima and Nagasaki to end the war and and put this one to bed. And that was this month, actually, uh, in August, I believe. Yeah, right? it'll be August. Yeah. So, Bob, where in That's... the timeline when we bombed Japan, what is Hitler up to? Like, is he pretty much done too? And then that was oh, like, and now it's over. We've already we've already done him in. That okay. happened in April of 1945. Okay. VE Day. Okay, so that was done. We victory Europe, like what, what Clark's saying. Victory Europe uh, in in April, March, and April, and uh, then we had uh, VJ Victory Japan. Uh, and then we had VD when I slept with that Filipino girl in college. Oh my god, uh, that was that was That's different. You get some VDs. Yes, you do. But when we hmm. when we dropped the bombs in Nagasaki and Hiroshima, ultimately we saved about a million American lives. If that that was calculated, if we invaded Japan, it would have been too costly to actually invade Japan, right? They were training their civilians, not just the soldiers, but the women and the children, to attack American soldiers hmm. and. Do it in a way uh, where, yeah, you're going to... Sounds familiar. That's crazy. Now, how did General MacArthur go from the high point of World War II to sort of disgraceful during the Korean War? What happened in those five years or six years or whatever? Well, you know what, Clark? He kept fucking up. What do you Uh, mean? What happened? uh, He fucked up after Pearl Harbor. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt, uh, right after Pearl Harbor, told him uh, you need to be because at that time General MacArthur was in the Philippines, and President Roosevelt told him you need to be aware that uh, we've we've been attacked. You know our entire Pacific fleet has been wiped out. You need to be uh, uh, wary of what's going on in the Philippines. And he got attacked like you know a week oh. later. Got, got decimated. Was totally unready for it. Oh, buffoonery! Like McClellan. Yeah, McClellan. Uh, this black tip white bracelet, badass. It looks badass. Actually, the, na- really the navy one's actually buy cooler. Can I buy that stuff? I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna get two for my kids. One for oh, me. Oh, look! Listen to you. Yeah, regular, man. Tr- regular king man. Yeah, they look really cool. Um, speaking of sharks in World War II, is anyone familiar with the story of the USS Indianapolis? I am only familiar with that from Jaws, but what is the real story? I don't know. Hello? Don't I, I'm not sure. I only know it from Jaws. Me too. Oh, Bob, I can't believe I thought you would have like 10 books about that story. No, because hey, you're such a big Jaws and I'm, Quinn, I'm and you love that scene. That. I'm not smart enough for that. Yes, you I are. Jaws, but I, you know, uh, I, I started come on to... here and you talk about NASA. Don't we tell can... me you're not smart enough to describe shark attacks on NASA. We can switch gears. <laughs> we can switch gears too. The Civil War, and NASA. I mean, history hour is open game for anything historical. You mentioned earlier, Bob, True. it's the 50th anniversary of the uh, Apollo 11 launch. The 49th, the Apollo 11 landing. Uh, Ooh, when they the got ocean. back. And uh, oh. really. 
just really cool. Unbelievable. You know, after that, they had, I think, six more uh, Saturn V launches, which is the most powerful rocket to ever leave the Earth uh, since this time. We are about to uh, change that. Uh, oh. Rocket leave the Earth later this year or early next year uh, that will uh, launch our astronauts into uh, high Earth orbit and uh, oh, yeah. the quantum realm. Yeah, do some <laughs> deep space. You mentioned that too, and I read an article about that on the Apple Dick Feed. Uh, that's very oh. exciting though, because you feel like the oh space program is going to be rejuvenated. In the next five years to the it's and very here's the thing. It has to. This is what pisses me off. Everybody thinks a space program yeah. is just like, you know, cruise control since you know the shuttle program ended. No, no it's active. We've had things going on. You know, right. it, it's it's going on. All the scientists didn't just suddenly stop working. It's everything you know. still happening. I'm not working. I'm getting Starbucks in Milford, Georgia. I'm gonna pursue no. my goal as a. No. Acme food store bagger. No, this is, this is all about. This is all about to be. Yeah, uh, right. You know, so so bigger and greater than. Oh my uh, gosh. I think a lot of the stuff that our generation, you know, Clark and John, that w we have ever seen. You know, the yes. space shuttle. The space shuttle Fuck went yeah. to low Earth orbit Fuck and it yeah. was an excellent machine. It was an unbelievable flying machine. But we're we're going to go uh, explore asteroids and we're going to go to Mars. So this this it's gonna, be, it's gonna be very exciting and it's gonna be revolutionary and I agree with you, Bob, and that the space program did not just sit on its ass no. since the shuttle. It's just that the news portrays they don't even portray yeah. it that way. They just don't give it enough love where it should. But I subscribe to NASA updates uh, as one of my email like I, I'm interested in the space program and I do get their general monthly newsletters. And they're always doing something. They're always like launching something or finding something or, you know. I mean, not yeah, to, but global, but global warming's not real. Not We're to, to, to U-turn. I came off a little too strong there. Not to U-turn back onto Nerd Lane, but a part of why why I'm so obsessed with these Marvel comic books now. Book now books now. Yeah. Oh, tongue got wrapped around my eye teeth. Couldn't see what I was saying. Uh, is that they try to have their own science in the story and it's very like consistent and that is that's the best thing about it. it's like there is no answer you have to keep going you have to keep making mistakes and eventually we'll find aliens and we'll find <laughs> and we'll have bill pullman <laughs> there there's there's a great movie that's going to be coming out in the fall i think in september yeah, whatever it's uh, it's called First Man. It's about uh, oh, Neil yeah, Armstrong. Uh, the the about the the really lunar mission. There's another oh, thing along with my George Washington. It's Ryan, it's Ryan like, Gosling. It's Ryan Gosling playing Neil Armstrong. Ooh, dreamy eyes, dreamy eyes. Great oh, eyes. Did you picture anyone else more dream? Dude, um, that is cool. I think Bob would. Be it's amazing there hasn't been one. I think Bob would be good in space. I think you'd get shit done. And take, you look like a guy that knows how to take control of the situation. Yeah. Bob, what do you, how like, do you think you would be in anti-gravity? When you grill the grill outside and, like, something goes wrong, do you start screaming at people to, like, get in the bunker until, like, like what happened? Like, I did picture you as a guy that takes charge. Uh, no, I uh, actually I panic. I, uh, I go into a corner <laughs> uh, after I throw the grill over the side of the deck. Just, like, flip it up. 
And so it starts a fire, a very small fire. On the, Has uh, that ever happened? And uh, then I, I just panic and cry. In the Let me describe of- Bob when I've seen him spring into action. It's sort of what he's saying. He's exaggerating a little bit. But, but he, he, he doesn't like freak out. He just all of a sudden sees red and just moves. And it's basically to just make sure everyone is safe. But it's and it's kind of funny, but it's also like kind of violent. Like you look and you go, "Is now the whole house gonna burn down, or are we all or are we all okay?" And See, you're usually fine. That's what you want to hear, so though, because that's like a story. Like Bob's still waiting for the family of the wild boars he's killed to come yeah. to his house. So I'm searching for him because yes, yes, yeah. That's why I, I keep locking oh, my yeah. doors at night. I keep telling Jen, and this is true. Yeah. And I'm not lying. I'm making this up for the show. Yeah, I was like, we need to move to Florida so we can be closer to John and Bob. And she's like, it's never happening. I'm never moving to Florida. It's going to be underwater and all this. And I keep – I don't know why I, I go to this Stop, point, not in our lifetime. But I was like, I know it's not. I know it's ridiculous. It's going to be fine. But I'm like, well, I, I don't know how to – because Florida to me is so great. My dad lived there. I love Florida. So I, awesome. I don't know why I keep going to this, but I'm like, well, Versace's mansion's there. Like, you love clothes. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, any Versa- like, Versace's been dead for, like, you 30 years. Like, Versace's there. Like, South, like you see the birdcage. All of Florida's like the birdcage. It's just funny Robin Williams is everywhere. Yes. And then I use the Georgia thing. I'm like, and then we're close to Georgia. Bob's there. And yes. Bird and Uncle Bob are there. You know? And then I throw in, and none of us even like Atlanta sports, but I'm like, we can go to Turner Field, which is in CBS or whatever. It would just we be a do lot. This. Well, maybe if Roku really starts rolling, it'll just force you to move out here. Like, we have no yeah. other choice. Like, it'll, it's, it will be more efficient if we were all on the same time zone. And there's another draw to the East Coast, which my father will laugh at me for, but there's actually <laughs> real weather there. There's rain. Oh, I don't like rain. Yeah, but when it's sunny all day in L.A., especially in the summer, it's just hot. It's just like 100 degrees for three months. It's it's miserable. Yeah, you man. want some, like, rain. I hated Pennsylvania because you had to wait until the summer to get maybe a yes. cool thunderstorm or two. In Florida, there's one every day. There's one every day. Especially when you're, like, five to I seven miles west of the ocean. Afternoon thunderstorms are the best. Dude, it, like, breaks They're, up the they day. They are the best. They make you horny. Like, I mean, they break up nap. the day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Does. And then also, too, Bob and I can dress up in Civil War uniforms and play fort outside, like F Troop, the show F Troop. And then reenact shitting ourselves to death. When yes. We do. <laughs> hey, Matt, you've been in there for three hours with Bob. You guys are shitting. Oh, it's dysentery. Oh, he's we're sitting really... on the bucket. Oh, we're... this is realistic, you asshole. We're, all, we're authentic people. He died on the shit pail. <laughs> shit bucket. Um... If when we get to Roku uh, <laughs> and do a history hour, uh, you guys yeah. you, you should all wear like Civil War like hats or like uniforms for the entire, well, I have entire episode. I have a Civil War uniform, oh, shit. not a real one, obviously, because yeah, right, I, I wouldn't have access to that. But I do have oh. as as close as you can get <laughs> Civil War uniform. That's authentic. As close as you can Frangible. get. But when I was in my really the, my Civil War phase never ended. But when I was really, really into it, when I was about fourth, fifth grade, right. my I mean, parents really bought me wrestling. from Gettysburg. Right for wrestling I have, and rap. I have a Civil War button-down Union general jacket and the, cal- the cavalry hat. And it's, oh. it's, clo- it's heavy as hell. It's wool. Oh, it's, yeah, like, see. thick. You, I, and you can't even really play in it. It's no, just no, like, you have to wear it There's the nothing you can do with it. But it's so great, and I'm gonna. It's still. It was huge on me then, so it'll probably fit me now. 
I gotta get it oh, out. Yeah, probably fits perfect now. You have to wear it for the whole show when we do history hours when we're on and, Roku. Right. And you look at the Civil War uniforms, and the unions were always buttoned up and nice. And you look at the Southern ones, and they were just a bunch of farmers a lot of times. So they were like mismatching pants, and like they didn't have their shit together. With who, the who? The Confederate? The South. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they were still kicking ass for a long portion of the war. You figured they would have it with all the cotton down there. They could make some good uniforms. Yeah, right. The seamstresses. They needed the union mills to make the uniforms. Right. A plus B. See, that's the trick. It's like they could hold their crops hostage. Are we still doing the Gettysburg Christmas Day extravaganza? Because Bob mentioned we need to go there and not spend one day, but like a good three days there to get the parks mm. fed. I think we need to put our families through this and go mm. there. Because I'll be back in Pennsylvania for Christmas for a week, and we need I'm to make this. I'm still undecided. We we never go back there because uh, I am I'm doing Thanksgiving down here, but I'm doing uh, Christmas up in uh, the Philadelphia. So oh, oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> The stars are aligning. Oh my gosh! And Bob's parents live like two minutes from mine. Really? So, and I'll oh be married then. I'll be I'll be in your club. I'll be in the men's club of married men. So oh, what better yeah. way to celebrate my first year yeah, of marriage? We'll ditching cling our rings. It's not a great club to be in. All right. No. I want to ditch my wife for Christmas and go to Gettysburg and hang out and leave the <laughs> the do. wives can entertain themselves. They can all do wife things. We can go to the battlefields. Bob can become a tour guide without actually being a tour guide like just start giving speeches to tours yeah i would much rather do that i to show up there and i want to pay you know whatever whatever however much it pays you know i want to have a great battlefield tour guide and just take us through yeah. this monstrosity we'll do it early christmas morning because i don't really care about hannah's first christmas I mean, she's <laughs> half okay. jewish anyway two 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 things and John, you can rack me up for another time. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm all over the place tonight. It's been too long without a show, so I'm blowing I'm sorry my load. Sorry for with the doing hot... the same show that we always do. It's like blowing my load with a hot chick after like two weeks at your dad's it's house. Because well. it's been too long without a show. She barely got a packer. That's but true. But two, th- it's very tight and blue. But Bob, I gotta ask you two things. One is why are you not like a historical tour guide on the side? Because there's nobody more interesting than you. And two. When you go to Gettysburg, if and when we do, would you take up the role of tour guide unsolicited and just start giving speeches? Because I bet people would listen. Yes. <laughs> no, I, uh, first of all... I'll be like uh, a fact checker. No and no. Uh, there, oh, gosh. The oh, guys, gosh. guys that put those tours on. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they're top notch. Guys that put those tours You're on. incredible. You're incredible. behoove us to uh, perhaps pay a fine young gentleman yeah, even right. if he's off duty. I'll pay him double. And let's 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 get a nice little uh, tour of the battlefield uh, on that day. I so, would love to. And the only love thing, the only thing that worries me a little bit is I like to visit these Civil War battlefields during the, the time and the season that they were fought. 
And when you're doing Gettysburg in December, you know, it's not it's not the same. Gettysburg in December. Wait, so you wouldn't you wouldn't go to Gettysburg in December? You're you're against the idea? Gettysburg. I'm a little bit against it. Yeah, I'd rather go to Gettysburg in June or July. Oh, you just you just you just ruined Christmas for me, sir. <laughs> All I had keep me alive. Hope you like newspapers because I might be in the obituary in November due to that news. Oh my Thanks a lot. Oh my Your gosh. fault. Okay, so Gettysburg is out in July, so we go to Washington Crossing and do the Revolutionary War thing. Okay. We can go to Fredericksburg. We can go down to Washington D.C. and go to Fredericksburg. It's there actually we go. That's what we're doing. It's closer than Gettysburg. That's what we're doing. We're going to Fredericksburg D.C. We're going to make a trip of it. Isn't Fredericksburg yeah. Virginia? Jen's going to pay for most of the meals. Because she makes more money than I do. Fredericksburg, Virginia, from where we all live in in Pennsylvania, is closer than Gettysburg is. Is it really? What? Oh yeah. Really? Sam. Wow. Yeah, Gettysburg is way like uh, in like the middle. Bob, I admire your hamburger helper. I admire your hamburger helper very much. Gettysburg is a pain in the ass to get to. Hamburger helper. I admire your pain in the ass to get to for Lee, and. and mead, though. So they, mm. they, they got there just fine. Hmm. They okay. made it happen. We played this game uh, four, four history hours ago, and it's called The Would You Rather of History, where I asked Bob a question such as, would you rather have been there the day to stop Kennedy from being assassinated or prevented Lincoln from being assassinated or something like that? Ooh. Because, Ooh, because Stephen Bob, King's answer. Bob takes into consideration the historical impacts, the situation at hand, and the aftermath of each situation. And I'm very curious to get your, I'm very curious to get your chef boy or on this one. Do you, are you up for the challenge, Bob? I am. Your up Tyson's anytizers. Let's do this, baby. By the way, today's show marks the time that Bob has beat out every other guest for most appearances on the show, which Holy means he's shit. not a guest anymore. He is a part of the castle. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. And you did that in like such a short time. One more shows the chemistry. I am still beholden to Clark the Shark and Hassinger. So. Oh, we love you. You're, you're, you're our host now. History Hour is its own show, by the way. You know, there's like Nerd 35. Yeah. Classy brass. There's a sound to every, every little vein. Hannah Hassinger goes to bed every night listening to History Hour, whether she wants to or not. John, that would be funny if John just blasted the podcast on the crib, and she's like squirming. <laughs> and Dick me! She's that saying, yeah, thing. she's oh, saying, oh, like, oh, oh my gosh. Her first word is, oh my gosh. Okay, so here's a little game, and John, you can chime in this too. Would you rather in history? I'll hang up and listen. This is how it goes down. <laughs> Bob, would you rather have been the the pilot on the in the plane that dropped... Uh, what was it? Little boy, fat boy, the bomb on Nagasaki, the atomic bomb on the Enola Gay, Paul Tibbets, big boy. Yes, Enola. There you go. This fucking guy knows everything. You are really good. Uh, well. Yeah, I would. I would rather be him than uh, all the uh, Japanese people that uh, were flash fried. Uh, yeah. Why are Japanese people's eyes so squinty? By the way. Oh boy, you know from the, I, from I, the I Flash. Oh, how are we doing uh, it here, Fukushima? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. You're so, a bad man. So bad Roku. Um, no, okay. So, would you rather be the pilot? I'm, I'm totally kidding. Uh, would you rather be the pilot That's that flew the, the, the plane that dropped the atomic bomb, mm-hmm. or, or, would you rather have been Custer? 
at Custer's Last Stand, surrounded by all those Native Americans getting slaughtered. Give me a 30-second Cliff's Notes on little, Custer. Little Bighorn. Very easy decision. Uh, I would rather be uh, Paul Tibbetts flying the really? dropping I... the atomic bomb. Uh, because my grandfather actually was in the Navy and was a signal waiver for the Navy and was getting ready for the invasion. And he was probably going to be one of the many people killed in that invasion. Gosh. The American invasion oh, of Japan would have uh, been devastating. Uh, we, we were going to lose a lot of men if we oh, didn't have those bombs to crush the Japanese. Yeah, so. that's why I don't oh, get that's it. It's going to be a total boat. There, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Paul Tibbetts and the Enola Gay. Oh, what did Does, I win? Is it known if he said anything when he like you know p- pulled the trigger to drop he the said, bomb? Oops. Like, Sayonara. No, trigger. There was no trigger. He literally, he uh, it, it was a group effort. I mean, he oh, he put the plane in the position. They 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 found Hiroshima. They dropped the bomb. Then they pulled the plane into a really hard 90 degree pullout. So they didn't get, get the fuck out of here. Bob, that's amazing. That's an amazing answer, man. Uh, my hat's off to you. That's that's very touching. Didn't For those real. guys get like any kind of fallout? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe a little. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Or, uh, the welding goggles. They all Bob, welding goggles. Two so. more nostrils. Bob, do you like this game or do you hate this? Because if you hate it, I don't want to do it. No, I love this. I love okay. it. That's a fine. Keep it going. I, got, I can't read you very well. I can read a lot of people, but I feel like with you, you're a man of mystery. If you hate something, I don't want to. Continue. Oh no, 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 Clark, please. Okay. Uh, I enjoy this. Th- As this you is... said, Clark, Bob's been on more shows than anybody, anyone else, any other guests. Yeah. He's a, he's a sharpened uh, performer now. He is a performer. You can totally see it, and I feel it. And as dick. a perf- <laughs> chef Boyardee, uh, as oh, a performer oh, and a human being. <laughs> Bob, real quick, I'm sorry to, to ask you this, but can you do the? Uh, it's fine. Can you do the Southern impression uh-huh. of the, the Southern gentleman for the show? Oh well, you know, I don't know how it's gonna go. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> Who's the Southern? Uh, you know, we, we we have a good thing going down here in the, in the <laughs> state of, uh, of of Georgia. A of good Georgia. thing. It's, Bob, it's so it great that voice he can say like one it, or two words, and it's still amazing. It well, you know, what's uh, funny? Excuse me. I start out as Charles Barkley, and I think I morph into oh, oh good yeah. call. into a Southern gentleman. If but, you listen to it, go back and listen to that. No, you're I right. And you, you do a lot of voices too. You're as... underrated. You could be a voiceover actor with the voices you do. When you send John and I, you know, when you post messages in the thread of like the the Simpsons kind of voices, you could be a voiceover actor and make like a killing on the side. With that stuff. I don't know about a killing. I could uh, make. You can a, make a lot. You can make a lot. Those guys get paid a lot for doing this, his voices. This was mentioned uh, you can do it. Uh, in the anyway. earlier part of the show, if I may. Uh, I wrote it down. What do you guys know about Elon Musk? He's a I, I know he's the the Tesla guy, but like, is he he's is he like a cyborg? Yes. He's an annoying genius. He's a Bond oh. right? He's into electricity. He's building rocket ships. He's sending submarines in to save kids. He's got weird eyes. He doesn't what? blink. He's a Bond villain. He's like this guy. Is, like a Bond this hero. guy is doing stuff with rockets that we have never seen. I yes. mean, what? he's doing it on the cheap. 
He's like Max Zorin. Like, I don't know. Like, he's like Tony Stark. Like, what do you mean he's doing? Is he like his own government? No, I, he's a prime. I honestly, I, I, I'm not very well aware of his structure. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe Clark has more insight into that. I, I don't no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I drive a Tesla, but no, I don't have a Tesla. <laughs> Um, is it weird Bob, if I am happy when I see a Tesla broken down on the side of the road? It's no, no it's a bit you weird. should be happy. It's just yeah. it's just more fun. Way. I love Life Teslas. I don't like Tesla drivers. It's Life like Dave, is Dave Matthews. You can That's afford it. it. It's like Dave Matthews, with the exception of John. I love the band. I hate the fans. You know, hey, we're gonna yeah. go see Dave tonight. Oh, Dave. Oh, you know him personally. You're on a first name basis with Dave. You know, I don't right. go see. I don't go see Eminem. Be like. Hey, I'm seeing Marshall tonight. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Marshall. We're hanging out. Hey, you know what? Hey, Dave Matthews, go fist your mother. All right, yeah, go fist Ooh. your mother in the end. Bob, would you rather? Would you rather be James Buchanan at the end of his career with the guilt of the Civil War perhaps being caused by you, and living in Wheatland, Pennsylvania, in your final days, married to your cousin, or James Buchanan, uh, married to my cousin? She's got a really hot cousin. She's fairly hot. Okay. Or would, she's she's eighteen sixties hot. We'll put it that way. Or would you rather be huge, huge Bush, one step away from huge, a penis? Oh, huge pits too. Or would you rather be Woodrow Wilson with the failed League of Nations in his ailing state towards the end of his life? Go, Woodrow. Would I have any like say over Woodrow Wilson? Like, could I like help him? Um, you would be Woodrow Wilson inside, so you could have a chance to better yourself a little bit. Hey, you know what? Now I'm going to know my cousin in the 1860s. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Which brings us to another question. Back, would you rather be Ted Kennedy? This is deep. Ted Kennedy. Oh, right. So I just saw the movie Chappaquiddick. Right. Hold your breath. The president of the United States. I don't the know pres- what's going on. Would you rather be Ted Kennedy with the guilt of Chappaquiddick and having the shame and the sadness, I should say, of your brothers being killed and doing your thing and having that weight on you? Or would you rather be Nixon in his final days realizing, fuck it, I gotta, I, I gotta resign. My life's over in that spotlight. There's death and then there's, I fucked up, I need to resign from the presidency. Disgrace. Dick me. I'm very curious about your answer. I would rather be Nixon because yes. Ooh, yes. I could... I could Nothing was going to be held against me, yep. and I would be fine going forward. Yeah, uh, you don't have that guilt. Still, and I could still be of service to the country. So, let me ask you this: When Nixon answer. resigned, uh, did he have some sort of like immunity, or or like what was the deal? No, Gerald Ford eventually gave him immunity, but he didn't have immunity immediately when he resigned. Oh, so, but they like. They impeached him, or they pushed him out. They didn't impeach him. He resigned, well, but it was basically like no. Nixon was not impeached, but he right. was he was going to be. I mean, mm-hmm. everything writing was on the wall, and he wow. basically did the right thing and got out of there. And it's because they thought that he bugged a room, bugged a hotel. I remember well, it's in Florida. They knew no, it that he was influencing. Uh, Efforts against the Democratic Convention. Oh, and he had Hmm. a whole bunch of tapes, and it was was feels like that's feels like that's the norm now. Well, that's that's what we're hearing right now, and it's it's going to get bad with us. I'm thinking it's 
I don't think uh, it's going to be as bad as how Nixon was in that mm. era. But with, with, with Trump stuff, it's going to get bad because he's an idiot who uh, can't you know, speak beyond a fourth grade level. So. And he, he attacks. Obama would just be like, yeah, we did this great thing. We did this great thing. Trump is like, this person is fucking us and this country's fucking us. So we're going to fuck them. And you're talking about uh, an individual who doesn't think things through, who uh, doesn't, who has no idea of what's going on. Uh, yeah. Basically, yeah. or how many rough drafts of the tweets that he writes do you think he has? Oh, zero. Zero. He just fucking hits send. Yeah. Yeah. He is sadly the perfect representation of the majority of this country right now. Big, old, fat, bloated, fake, tan, overdressed, overprivileged, ignorant, uneducated. Yes. Well, John, I really (laughs) wish you could tell me how you really feel. Well, I'm just uh, calling it like I see it. Right standing in front of me. Well, in front Rob, of all let of us. Let me ask you another this, historical uh, question. We have some major problems right now with uh, there are. the president. And, there are uh, some deals. There's, there's deals. going to be a reckoning. So. You know, Agreed. Yeah, heroes don't like start fights. <laughs> Leaders don't start fights. Leaders make sure everyone's fed, and then they eat. Yeah, and then they end the fights. They kill, they kill the adversary uh, in the dark of the night yeah, when he's looking. Or they make them their friends. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Bob. Would you rather, historically speaking, be the judge that uh, passed the law, the Roe versus Wade decision? Okay. Uh, abortion. Or would you rather, in historically speaking terms, be the, be the judge that actually let me rephrase Roe versus Wade or you're gonna try to paint me as a, a misogynist or a racist not at all it's gone actually I was I was going with the slavery issue but I changed my mind because that's deplorable <laughs> Roe versus the highest Wade. form of law would you rather be the judge that passed Roe versus Wade and you can make up your own decision and not pass it or pass it you just have that decision at your helm or would you rather have been George Bush in 1990 saying, we're going to go into Iraq and this is going to happen, not knowing the outcome of that and how you perceived in your presidency? George Bush. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I would too. I wouldn't want that weight on my, my dick. I remember that speech that he gave and it was like just the 90s and it was like, oh, are we like really a rich and powerful country? And George Bush was like, we will bomb their runways so oh. they can't be able to take a we will cripple their electrical you know uh, setup like we'll we'll just decimate them i was like the wow the best was yeah and the best was schwarzkopf's speech where he's like oh god i love norman schwarzkopf oh he's like the the green, sergeant the, slaughter the, the light is green lit and america's sons and daughters are going to go over to iraq and we're going to give them hell and no, oh it was let's so good it, let's light them up like christmas yeah, Schwarzkopf was the best. He, I wish he were a politician afterwards, like a senator or something. Yeah. Nah, he, he wouldn't have done well with that. He was, I mean, like, he was a great warrior. He was a mil- career military. I agree with you. I love that, but he wouldn't have done well. He, great warrior. 
You would have I'm still waiting for uh, too, uh, too short. Someday we're going to see Senator Bob of Robert Georgia Rathian. representing the uh, yeah. the Georgia the Georgia Dixocrats, and he's going to wear a white Kentucky Fried Chicken suit. And be like, I'm here to talk to all y'all Dixocrats down here. <laughs> and be like, why oh, did you get an axe? Oh, we sit down and hear all uh, fried <laughs> chicken, and uh, yes, in in, uh, in the in the great state of uh, Georgia. Georgia. We're going to have ourselves some a great southern meal while we discuss the <laughs> politics of the day. And what, uh, what, what are the uh, <laughs> items in that meal? Oh. Oh, yeah. we're going to have ourselves. Oh, oh dear. Oh, Lordy me. We have our <laughs> bellies growling right now. Collard greens. Some, some drumsticks, uh, a lot of collard greens, <laughs> and have ourselves some uh, mashed potatoes. Oh my gosh. Tash. It's going to be that. We have mashed potatoes, some corn. Some corn <laughs> is going to be there, as well oh, as uh, Here's some maize. I just picture Bob's wife bread. serving dinner in like a bonnet and being like, "Yeah, y'all better like sit pilgrim. down right now. Like a and I know you guys don't have southern accents, but I picture Bob's wife in a bonnet and like an 18th century period dress going, yes. y'all better sit down now. Supper's about to be served. And you'll go, Henry? <sighs> Fresh off the Santa too. Maria. You better pass those collards. Yep. And then you slap a hand and go, not until we all set grace down in this table. This is God's house. I just so I picture that. Have, I need uh, that. Also, also some uh, collard greens. Church. With, uh, some church. And uh, that's what it is there. A barbecue place where everyone sits and eats and has cornbread and gravy and pulled pork and yeah. sweet tea. And that's, some that's cousin goes to Bob. Go, that's where he breakfast every Saturday morning. Oh, and then Bob yeah. has this huge piece of barbecue that he's smoking outside, and some little kid goes up and is like, hey, mister, what are you cooking there? And you're like, oh, it's a homeless drifter I killed this morning. And you're like, don't mess with Bob. <laughs> left calf. Oh. I'll tell you something, son. This was a uh, homeless drifter that I had to uh, carve up and <laughs> actually had to put him through a wood chipper. This is just a, what I wanted to do. But, this uh, is a method I killed for direction. Oh, my gosh. And uh, we we uh we had him come through, but uh, we got a little slice of the uh, the front end of his leg. So now we are gonna use that to smoke it, and it is gonna be uh, all smack right delicious. This has been marinating all day. It's a large black man's cock. Exactly. Did not get chewed up in the chipper because we uh, we made sure we cut that off before. He went through the chipper. That's a good man. I love the chipper. It'll I was like a hot dog. I was dating this girl once when I was like 22, and her stepdad, or not even her stepdad, her mom's boyfriend was like a real loser. <laughs> and uh, oh. I mean, like, she, he, she went from like a rich, like, nice-looking guy, I guess, something didn't work out, to Who like this, this? this girl I dated back in like college. Sorry, I'm still laughing at the black penis. And okay. he was such a loser. And we were sitting around the table one day oh. talking about cars. And I was like, oh, my dad used to have like a Triumph TR6. It we're was like a really cool car in the 70s. And her brother was like, oh, yeah, like I, I had a Mustang. It's nice. And this guy had nothing to bring to the table. So he was like, my daddy drove a chipper truck. And we were all like, oh, oh, no. he was like, he was like, he was failing, man. Oh, and I'm not even a car man. guy. I was just like making conversation to be polite. I was like, "Yeah, I like uh, GTOs, whatever." And he's like, "My daddy drove a tripper truck," and I was like, "Oh, 
Oh, the chipper truck. The fuck is it? The wood chipper chuck. truck. Like I guess a truck the, that has a wood chipper attached to it. I like guess. You see him on the side of the road and they're pulling trees after a strom. He got the switch to turn it on high or something. I mean, like. Bob, does your wife yeah, serve right, dinner in a bonnet though? Saying like, "Supper's ready. Y'all better sit down. Wash your hands, Bobby." And you're like, "My hands are always clean in the house of the Lord." I just, I just picture this. I, I would need this to be a reality. I need you to be a Southern gentleman. All right. Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if Bob developed a southern accent like Madonna developed an English one. You know, after like two years in England, she's oh, like, dear, oh, dear Lord, it, uh, it, uh, it's totally it, possible. so great that we are gathered all here today to uh, <laughs> have ourselves a great dinner. And thank God that the, that the Lord Almighty and Dale <laughs> we all have ourselves. Or John and I come over for the pre-Super Bowl party, which we're going to in January when the Eagles go to Atlanta. February. For the Super Bowl. I just want us... Yeah, I just want us to come to your house pre-Super Bowl for when the Eagles go in February 2019. And you're chewing on straw. All right. All right. We need need to talk about that. We need to talk about that. It's happening. I just just want a straw in your mouth. A piece of straw. Or hay. You guys look out in your backyard and say, good, good life. I am 40 minutes from from uh, from the stadium. I was in oh my gosh. this crap. If we oh are gosh. lucky enough for it to happen, it's happening. John, John, shut uh, up. It's going to happen. When it happens, it's happening. Why don't we fucking rob a bank? It's going to happen. Phillies yeah. beat the Reds. Why don't we fucking rob a bank? <laughs> Bob, is there no one in your house? Uh, no, kids. No, there's kids sleeping. Boys, the, boys the in-laws are uh, next in the next room. Well, we fucking rob a bank. I would love to be a uh, we right. Both robbed a fucking bank. Kids think when they're in the other room, and all they hear is, "We better thank God for this food and rob right. a bank." But they don't know he's on a show. We right. both robbed a fucking bank. Like fucking rob a bank. He's repeating lines from a TV show he's watching. <laughs> <laughs> like, we right. both wow, robbed a really fucking loud. bank. Bob, you're a patriot. If there ever was one. Daddy is just it. completely demented. Oh, breaking news! If we want to do a quick sports with John, yes, let's do it. I want this. I want this. I Tell need me. my life. This is non-Philadelphia related. It's just breaking news. It just happened. Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge suffers chip fracture on his right wrist. Uh, Won't be able to swing a swing a bat now. And now, three weeks. Uh, Manny, Manny Machado hits his first home run as a dare. And the Phillies beat the Reds nine to four. Phillies are fucking good, man. What's going on? They're the best team uh, in the they're league young, after the hundred day, hundred game mark. They don't know what they're doing. I know. It's it's just it's so good. They're the uh, most improved team uh, in the hundred game mark right now in the entire league. And if you look at beginning of the season to now, of how a team has improved, they are ranked number one. Yeah, according to the Bleacher Report. Right, because they were so horrible last year, but they're still like in first place, I believe. So. Sounds like my dick. Oh my gosh! Um, oh my gosh! Let's go to see <laughs> 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 Uh 
That was gold, Jerry. Uh, in the National League East, at the very top, two and a half game lead over the Braves, your Philadelphia Phillies, motherfucker, uh, thirty-four and eighteen at home. Amazing, absolutely good. Twenty-four and six away. Uh, in the Central, the Cubs, who are about to acquire Cole Hamels in a three-team trade, so Hamels will not be coming to the Phillies. I thought that would have been like. Time out. Like when um, uh, Cliff Lee came back after playing for the Rangers, you thought yes. it would be like that. Cole Hamels is a Philadelphia legend, and he's a million years old. Good sure. for him for getting a you know getting some more money. Cash but, in. Uh, yeah, love a... as a Philly, you know. But he's How going old to is the Cole Cubs. Hamels now? Because he's he's up there now. He was a kid. He was a baby when they went to the World Series. But how old is he now? He's got to be what thirty. 35. But that was only like 2007, I don't know, 11 years he's been in the league. So I just feel like in the playoffs, those veteran pitchers really, uh, the experience matters, not the like arm strength. Right, like Jamie um, Moyer. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, Cubs God, firing Moyer. Hamels first Holy place. Shit. I know. Slow mode them to death. In game three, Bob, that was the game. That was the game where Bob and I got so drunk. We entered the quantum realm. Yes. Uh, and Ooh, the quantum, the QR. And the Dodgers, who acquired Manny Machado last week, in first place in the West. He's Over. from the Orioles, right? Yeah. They're saying the Phillies could still get him next season. It's, it's possible. I read that too. Uh, that was kind of. Oh no shit. Like that was gonna. They knew that was gonna happen. Like that week, he was right. like taking selfies on base. He was like, "I'm going to the Dodgers. I'm going mm. to L.A." might happen though with the Phillies it just seems like Magic Johnson is just spending all his money to win championships on one side or the other he's he's doing his swan dive now he's like I need no and in the fake league (laughs) the thundering Red Sox who have a staggering 71 and 33 record holy shit wow they're insane huge fucking cock and there's everyone's (laughs) Death with it. They have a slaps monster, to the jaw, the left, left, left side and right, knocking out molars. Cleveland <laughs> in the central, Houston in the west. Um, soccer's going on. Not a lot going on. Uh, did you hear about Jamius Winston? Jamius Winston. Yeah, he right. robbed a fucking for like bank or something for yeah. molest- molesting a yeah, new right. driver. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. But, Sorry, uh, something, something with an Uber oh, driver. Oh, shit. Know, depending on the Uber driver, you know? Yeah, right. You're, you're, you're getting paid for a job. And it actually seems like Carmelo Anthony may find a home in Houston with his buddy Chris Paul and current MVP of the NBA, James Harden. And they're like, it could work if he came off the bench. But that fucking yeah. over-the-hill egomaniac yeah. is not going to yeah. not start for a team. You know, he wants to be the star. Right. Can I, can I make a mention of NASCAR? Of course. Oh, yeah. We, we, have, uh, we have three drivers, basically, this year who are making their name in NASCAR. Nobody else has won any races aside from the plate tracks that yeah. – these drivers so, have been about so no one no one's like really like dominating right now 
so there's, there's like, three there's three guys that are like rising. Kyle Bush and uh, and uh, uh, Truex. Truex. I like Harvick. Truex is an Eagles fan. I like. Truex. Oh, there you go. I like I like Truex. Yeah, I like Skrillex too. He's so from Jersey. What number are all of them? Harvick is number four. Uh, Bush is eighteen, and Truex is number seventy-eight. You know your history. Very good. Is, Very good. Is Bush related to the other Bush? Yeah, or is... Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. it's Kurt. Kurt. They're brothers. They oh hate shit! Each other. Awesome. Oh, nice. Awesome. Oasis. Uh, Conor McGregor pleads guilty only to disorderly conduct. We all remember this, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. When he's throwing like a freaking uh, thing through the like window. A barricade. Things. Throwing it at the window of like yeah. a, a like a tour van with like little kids in it going crazy. Here, here, Here's the deal. He's an animal. That's... And that's what we expect. That's the kind of guy we want to see in the ring. Yeah, that's, right. How I, can we expect him to just all of a sudden be a gentleman? When we want him to exactly. literally be like a, 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 a man in the jungle trying to survive. Exactly. Hmm. He's an Good point, Bob. That's all it is. Psychologically got to be rough. It's like you want me to be nuts and be crazy. Every once in a while, it's just it's like yeah. the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Every once in a while, it sneaks out and you don't have control. It's terrible on both sides. <laughs> Will football be a sport in 50 years? No. I agree. Too much brain damage. Um, we have Everybody's going to play an instrument or in theater. <laughs> Agreed. I want to go to band camp. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so weird, man. Like down here in high school, like all the cool kids are in the band. Yeah, well, the arts are, the artsies are taking over. That's why Marvel Comics makes over $2 billion a movie. It's all these kids who grew up with all these, you know, new age gods. That we will worship and we will pass on their teachings. Like, may the force be with you. Um, why isn't Mikey Garcia a Mexican-American superstar? Anyone know? I don't know, John. Me neither. And that! <laughs> oh my gosh. Just kidding. I think Clark jumped off. We were supposed to do the uh, punchline there. I'll keep scrolling here, if you don't mind, Bob. I can actually go into the scores of the games tonight. Oh, oh my gosh. The... Bob, you don't like soccer, do you? Or you do? No, soccer. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a woman's sport. It's a... <laughs> I do like watching the women play. Uh, but I just think it's a... It's a, it's a, it's a, a tease, a dick tease. It's like... No, it's like uh, you watch American football and you watch soccer, and it's like, oh, these two don't add up. So that needs to speak for itself right it's there. It's like we have men driving machines that weigh a ton, 200 miles an hour for two hours, and men who put on like 
you know, battle gear and smash into each other. And then we have men tiptoeing around a ball. And then other men who ah, look like they got ball. Death me! The Clark. athletics are Clark. leading the Rangers 7-6. to six. Brewers over under the Giants 2-1. to one. Sorry about that. That's a fine. Fuck. Cubs over the Diamondbacks, 7-6, as mentioned before. Phillies over the Reds, 9-4. Yankees win again over the Royals, 7-2. How about that? The Royals, they, like, went from worst to first, and it looked like, ooh, they're going to be really good for a long time. Dude, I, they're all I gone. love the Royals, and I really, I really too. like the athletics. Yeah, like you're right. The... You're right. Me too. Yeah, right. I like both of those teams, yeah, and right. I want both of those teams to be good but it for some strange reason yeah right they do what the marlins do they kind of get some stars yeah right like cash in get rid of them all dude how are you uh having that yeah right on your throat right there it's just this it's my phone it just looks so much brighter than it is it's just regular it's on regular juicy why what did you think it burns no it's like sedges Oh my God! He still he has a light for all of his uh, confirmations. In uh, I don't know. Juicy. No, it's like my cell phone. I'm just looking down Great. at my cell phone. Mets over the Pirates, twelve to six. Twins beat the Red Sox, two to one. Oh, oh, Clark! I wanted to ask you. I asked Bob. He didn't know. Why isn't Mikey Garcia a Mexican American superstar? Why isn't he? Right. Because Trump is president. Oh, good answer. And that. I just cubbed it all over my face. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Stupid. (laughs) It's sports with John. John, John, John. John, John, Sports with John. 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 That's our show, folks. We'd like to thank our great friend Bob for being on the program for another episode of History Hour. Thanks for dorsal bracelets for stopping by during Shark Week. The gentleman in charge of flights that last five and a half days, over 255,000 miles, $900 later, and one crying baby, and Mark Hamill, John Hassinger. Oh, my gosh. The man in charge of diarrhea during an episode of A New Hope, Matthew Clark.